Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hello, this is Robert. Hey, Robert. Robert. This this Bill. Robert Cavazos. Hey, Robert. How you doing? Doing good. I'm on 35. I'll be there in about two minutes or three minutes. I'm on uh, getting off the exit now. Okay, great. Sorry for the delay. I didn't know that I had to do something different as the host now, so. <laughs> yeah, the number changed. I noticed that uh, whenever yeah. I was trying to log off, I started moving the car. You'd be surprised. Okay. Yeah, I just sent him a the number and the code. Okay, we're going to give it one minute, then we'll start the, with the prayer. Um, and we, the They changed talk shoe up, our call-in line, so um, there was some... Uh, Not everyone might have gotten it. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, they got it, but they didn't see it. Yeah. Well, actually, I have the wrong one. It's, it's not what's changed on here. Oh, it's not changed on mine. That's what it is. Six oh, you had six oh five on your phone number. Okay. 
Yeah, I didn't have it on mine for some reason. Is anybody else on the phone uh, with us besides Robert Cavazos? Rob Viveritos here also. Hey, Rob. Yeah, the uh, changed-up talk shoe we found out, and I I didn't know that I had to... Answer. Who's, who else is with us? Okay, let's start in a prayer. You want to open some prayer pockets? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We give you thanks, Almighty God, for once again gathering us together, the men of our diocese, Lord, and, and using our gifts and talents to, to bring leadership to the many men's organizations of our of our parishes, Lord. Continue to be with us during this time. So we're together this afternoon, Lord, and we, can, we, we, we ask for your guidance to lead us, that we can direct others to grow in faith and love of you through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Son of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Mike, you want to capture minutes until uh, Robert gets here? Sure. So on the phone we have Robert and Robert. <laughs> and um, present, of course, you can see who's present. Um, Bill should be on the phone also. Yeah, Bill and Tom, right? Right. Let me text Bill real quick. Um, I'm going to hit a couple things on the agenda before we dive into it. Uh, Susanna is here. She's going to pop in. She's the one that is has the group that is managing the conference that's coming here, help us managing the conference. Uh, some of you might have met her on uh, Saturday. She was at there, some, her and some of her team. John is here with us today. John uh, is uh, officially joined us this month as a... Uh, Hey, hey, Robert. Hello. Part-time uh, development director with us. His full-time job is with the uh, St. Peter's Catholic Student Center, and uh, Father Daniel was gracious enough to say, yes, he can work with us part-time. Uh, we are paying him. Not much, but we are paying him. So um, glad to have him on board because we know that we really need to get ourselves financially long-term set up. Um, so uh, he's going to report out kind of what's going on there. Susanna's going to, we're going to talk about the conference when she gets here. So that's kind of a, what's going on today as a whole. Uh, let's start with a review of the minutes from the last meeting. Uh, any questions? Uh, any comments on the meet on the meeting? Board minutes, I mean. A copy of them in here. And for the minutes, uh, for anyone listening, 
basically, I take the agenda and then just add some notes to what we uh, talked about. So this is kind of the format I'm going with as the guy. Uh, so hopefully there's enough information there for you. No, I think it's good. No, no everything's yeah. fine. I think I, I like the way you tie it to the agenda so it's easier to follow. Right. Any questions? Make a motion that we accept the minutes. Ah, the meeting minutes is read. So I want to uh, second that. All those in favor say aye. 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 Okay. Minutes approved. Robert's taking notes, so we're good to go there. By the way, uh, uh, Robert's on the phone, but he's not a board member. He's not a. He's, oh, yeah. Right, Robert. We 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 determined you're not actually a board member, correct? Rob Viverito. Right. Yes, I'm, I guess, and I don't know. We can make another term up. Advisor. Advisor. Yeah, he's an advisor. All right. I like that. I know him. Yeah, he's a good guy. Good guy, fellow Robert. <laughs> Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what were the action items from the previous meeting? Um, and we're gonna we're gonna do this a little bit differently moving forward. We're gonna have in, in the minutes is gonna be a clear what were the action items, and then Robert, just a couple of seconds, you can pull up the action items. Okay. Yeah, so Dennis asked that we make kind of an action items list of uh, stuff that we need to work on after the, each meeting. Um, let me pull that up here, but I think most of it was for the men's mass. Oh, he's pulling that up. I'll just do a recap of the men's mass. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd help yeah. yeah great. And... Um, most successful men's mass we had about 450 people. 450 people there um, had a great reception. More priests than we've ever had at a men's mass. Then there was 12 priests there. Yeah, it was really good and it was really great. Bishop Joe uh, stayed afterwards and he was coming over to the reception. But so many men wanted their picture made with him and wanted to talk to him. He never made it into the reception hall, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I was waiting for him to come in, but where's the bishop at? Did he already leave? And then I looked out there. And was yeah, he, he was still out there fully vested, miserable heat. But he, oh, wow. Yeah, he I mean, and he was actually, we, we, we left at 11.30 on the bus. They had to go grab a bite to eat and head back to Waco, and he was still out there. And so Bishop really really went went with the men and uh the reception hall worked out great uh the venue i think moving it i think moving it around to different parishes oh, yeah. every year is a great thing yeah. um i talked to ken siani who was there ken was one of our original board members um and i mentioned about possibly using lies in his parish st john newman which is a beautiful parish, great facilities, a lot of parking. Uh, and Father Bud is the dean for that. Yeah, Father too. Bud, yeah. So uh, I think we'd get a great turnout there. Is it's, there a fee, or is, do we pay a fee for mm -hmm. using the church for mass? No, uh -uh. no. What about for the hall? No. no. Wow, that's good. No. Yeah. And um, 
So we, we've got an email in to Bishop uh, to see about the date in July. So we got we main thing we got to lock down the bishop first. <laughs> yes. We had one one year that he wasn't there, right? Was that the conference? It's conference. It's conference. Yeah. Yeah. We're nailing down the uh, conference and the uh, and the mass. So. Um, but if we once we get nailed down, I'm going to go ahead and reach out to Ken. He said, "Yeah, once you get the date, let me know, and we can see if we can host it at uh, St. John Newman." Um, I heard so this great mass. No. Heard this through the rumor mill. I don't know if you have heard this or not. That this that Jose may not be able to. to well, I, I was about to mention that Jose. Hey. hey. <laughs> you made it. Sorry, I'm late. John. Good to see you. Um, yes, Jose. Uh, when Jose started helping us out, he wasn't married and had no children. Uh, Jose is now married, has a uh, a young a young child, and has another one on the way. And they have relocated to, to uh, New Bronzeville. Uh, so, yeah, he actually works in San Antonio. So he uh, he is not going to be able to work with us on the mass next year. So we're going to need to locate part of the event team is going to be to locate someone that would want to take over leading, you know, coordinating it and everything. And has that been given to someone within the diocese that would? Coordinate like if there was a, I don't know if there's an MC that the bishop always uses. Uh, that the one that normally is with him all the time, yeah. at, always has been at the masses, is Deacon uh, Guadalupe. Is it Deacon? Huh? Guadalupe. Yeah, yeah, Deacon Guadalupe. He's always our kind of our person that coordinates. Yeah, seems that way, anyways. I don't have anybody from the events team here, so we just need to make sure we record that as an action item. Right. Excellent. I'm, I'm actually on that team. All right, so we need an right. event. No, but I'm... You're it? I'm, I'm you here for the day. Okay. <laughs> Put so you in charge of it, though. The event <laughs> team needs to identify a coordinator for next year's match. And uh, we did get uh, cards filled out by how many men? About 12. 12 men that uh, have an interest in ministry to men. They've already good. been distributed to the dean release or follow-up. Good, good. And um, you know, so, um, yeah, so we'll we'll start reaching out. We'll, we'll find someone to coordinate. Uh, Jose is putting together a very detailed uh, plan yeah. on what to do, how to do it, and That's everything. Awesome. That would be a good handle. Yeah, and he's a he's he's a he's an attorney by trade, so I'm sure it'll be a very detailed, very specific <laughs> plan. Uh, but uh, yeah, Jose's done a great job with it. Three years. Um, really, it was interesting. I thought it was pretty neat. We had this guy reach out to us a couple months ago, uh, Andrew, Andrew, and he was a guy selling rosaries there. Andrew Wooster, yeah, yeah. Yeah, really a great guy. And these rosaries are like manly rosaries. Right. Armories is what he calls them. 
at this last uh, mission. Yeah, I know. I uh, I talked with him. Yeah. And uh, made a couple of suggestions because I'm looking for a rosary for uh, a warrior's rosary, uh-huh. which is distributed. Big pardon. Father Richard Heilman. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I and he's come very close to that because it's a very heavy. Right. Um, uh, Made out of 45, masculine, yeah. 25 slugs and 50 right, caliber slugs. Exactly. Yeah, Father Richard Highland. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I, I, yeah, I was there and uh, sent me an email. Said it was great for him. He's going to be at the conference this coming year. Good. So good, good, good. yeah, and I actually bought three of them while I was there. <laughs> one of them, one of them, I, I mailed to our son today, who's becoming a navy, a naval pilot. So cool. Yeah. So great to see him there. That's all I got on the mass. So it was really any other feedback on the mass. I had gotten uh, three or four independent feedbacks from guys that attended. Some of them were associated with fellowship, some of them were not, and it was all very positive. Yeah. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, one guy described being in the sanctuary with 450 other guys. It was it was you could feel the the hair raised on the back of your body. So it was very good. So I was trying to calculate, um, like at the cathedral, how many men can we get in there comfortably? 400 is a comfortable number. We're always right under capacity there, right? right. So we we're a little bit more than capacity. Yeah. Um, it'd be interesting to think about what do we do differently besides uh, Facebook, besides um, um, the email blast that we're sending uh, to get it to... I'll, take the, I'll, I'll tell you one of the biggest things we we could do and I think we started this conversation really in a deep sense, mm-hmm. is yeah. get the utilization of the network of the diocese out there more. Yeah. We we met with um, Gustavo yeah. and Leon, yeah. Yeah. and um, we're going to start, there's going to be a much greater partnership between us and the diocese. Uh, Father, your your view from the priest there? I mean, every I mean, I was I was shocked because I went to last year's also, and I think last year very few very few priests. Um, so a lot more of us, which I was happy to see. Okay. A lot of guys. I don't know, see more. Yeah. Priests were oh yeah. But more. Willing to go, maybe. Didn't we do this personalized invite this time, or something different on invites? Oh, uh, we've always we've always sent those. Yeah, okay. right. But uh, yeah, plenty of space for us to mark, mark and invest and kind of relax, not be crowded into the sacristy or find a hard time finding an apartment spot. So the uh, nights really turned out too. I guess they didn't have the seating for us at the sanctuary. I know a couple. That's a good problem to have. That's a good problem to have, yeah. What capacity are you seeing? Oh, their parish, I would say 1,200, 1,500, 1,500. So they got that. But it's two stories, so I would keep keep everything on the first floor. That way it doesn't feel like like this this has been a failure. The church is only the third floor. The sacristy is ample enough to have like 23. Parish Hall is right there by it. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. and a lot more space for the parish hall. Uh, the, the, the cathedral, I like the cathedral, but 
Parking is kind of tough. Yeah, yeah and if, if you, you, you can't even call it a parish hall, you call it yeah. the bishop's hall. But yeah, the bishop's yeah, hall is the size of this room, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not conducive to guys when they come in and hang around. You walk in, you go, ah, and you crowd yeah. and turn around. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I want to think somebody said that St. Helens wanted to have it next year, too. Which is a, would which would also be a very good venue because it's a it's yeah St Helens actually <laughs> what what happened is we had it res, we had somehow um, Scott had helped us reserve St Helens mm-hmm. was it St Helens I guess I'd gotten an email and it was still on their schedule but then when some notices came out um, but they said St Helens anyways yeah. anyways. Um, they said, oh, don't worry. I said, well, maybe we can do it next year. He says, no, don't worry. Since we do enough events for the diocese, don't feel bad if, if you don't ask us. <laughs> <laughs> I was encouraging that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. Exactly. But uh, I, I think St. John Newman would be great because it, it's another area of town that we've never done an event in, actually. We uh, Reasonable. Right. Right. Yeah, this is really west, though, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, anything else on the mass? Okay, Susanna's going to be here any moment. Go back to the action items. Sure. Go back to action items. All right, action items. The first one we had written down, Dennis, was a call a finance committee meeting. Robert T was to handle that. We had. We met. We met. Is that considered done? It's done. Do we, we have uh, a standing time or date for that committee meeting? We now? don't have a standing one yet. We need to do a standing date. Okay. All right. Item number two is review the roles and responsibilities document by 712. That was all the board members. I know that's what we're going to now, or is that a... Um, I did get some feedback from the board members. I've incorporated that feedback, uh, and it's now in the package for review for today. Uh, there's a redline version. Uh, and if everybody was cool with what they saw, all we need to do is approve the red lines, and I can accept the track changes and can close that action. Okay. So uh, the feedback that I received has been <coughs> okay. So we don't have to cover that the detail right now, but uh, I think if there's a, we need to do it now, or we can do it in the uh, whenever I do the executive director's report. For the, for the ED report. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, item number three. Create a new marketing brochure, uh, the marketing team. So, uh, I guess that's it. Um, no, we do not have a brochure yet, but I think that's a, basically a, a wish list item, right? We want. I did, but if it's not done, what you guys should do is just give an ECD, estimated completion date, okay. as to when you think you'll get around to that. And we don't need to talk about an action item until the ECD comes through. Do we have a working model of something already? Or uh, yes, no? I've got a soft copy. Or I've got a hard copy.
Yes, hello. Somebody there? Anyone there? Hello? Yes. Hello? Hello? Yeah. Yes. We back on? This is Rob Viverito. Hey, Rob. Tom Blair. Oh, hey, Tom. Uh, I guess uh, I know that the, it sounded like the call got dropped. Oh, is that what happened? Uh, I think so. Um, I texted Robert a second, a couple minutes, like a minute or two ago. And I, when they were reaching for like the booklet, I'm assuming it sounded like there was like a little click, and it sounded like maybe somebody was reaching for something and it hit the the receiver. Ah. Um, but it dropped because I've I've heard silence for the past two or three minutes. Okay. Yeah, I called in a minute ago and it was silent, so I hung up and called back in. I thought I was on the wrong number, so. No, right. it's the right I'm number, car, and I was actually. But... I was actually on the call uh, until about three minutes ago, and then it actually uh, got cut off, but I just texted Robert uh, and let him know that it did get cut off, and hopefully they will dial back in. Okay. I am in my car, and so okay. I'm going to put it on mute so you won't be able to hear all the noise racket. And then, uh, so, uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and mute, and hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll jump back on. I'm actually not on site. I'm off site, too, so... Uh, okay. They will hopefully dial back in, and we will be able to hear them again. All right. Great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yep. No problem.
Hey, Rob. Yes. Um, has Robert Cavazos talked to you about uh, uh, kind of what sort of content you have that we might be able to pull together for either short snippets on Facebook or whatever? Um, he, we had a conversation, I want to say a month ago or so, um, just he and I talked for like half an hour or something like that about some general ideas yeah. that you guys, on like, are, are you on that, like it's a media or social media type committee? Yeah. Yeah. It's um, called yeah. the demand, the demand generation, uh, marketing committee. So we're responsible for trying to come up with ideas to generate, uh, demand and interest and traffic and such. Yeah, and I told him, uh, like, in the capacity, like, I could I could kind of advise, like, in that capacity, and I'm happy to provide what I have, but really, like, what we have visually is purely limited to stuff that occurred at the conference. So mostly speakers and things like that, which, of course, you can use those things uh, to put on, on social media, but if you wanted other type of visuals, uh, then you would, you know, either have to acquire more stuff, like shoot more things at, at different um, events or stage some things to shoot or just look for existing materials that are online that are kind of gen generic faith uh, based type things. So, yeah, that's, that's no, our, our thought was, yeah, our thought was, is there, um, are there some really good video clips that we could sort of cobble together from stuff that you've already taken versus creating or acquiring uh, new content but, uh, but um, you know, we thought you might have some ideas on some good ones to use, um, you know, given your expertise in the area versus us sitting there and, and kind of sitting through every presentation and trying to cobble together some stuff that, that looks good. Yeah. Well, from what, from what I heard from Robert uh, C., he was telling me, that ultimately, like, he was trying to create kind of just a general promo video of all that the syntax men kind of do or, like, to get people called and involved. And I know that in the past, yeah. uh, something that's been expressed in the meetings is that most people associate the syntax men with, oh, you're the guys that do the conference, which is not a bad thing, right. but they don't want that to be their yep. only identity. So in that sense, right. the material that we have is really only pointing to the conference. Um, are there good gotcha. sound bites that could be pulled from it? But yes, but it's 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 just the speakers giving their presentations. It's not like, uh, you know, oh, you know, the Central Texas men. It's not anyone singing the praises of the Central Texas men or like the other things that are integrated. It's, it's the speakers that were hired and they're bringing their presentations there. Um, we've got like you know, people watching the presentations, but there's not like. Um, men interacting in like a in a, like a group setting or anything like that because you know everyone's sitting in the room looking at the stage um what i yeah. do put up there and and it, it could be beneficial as, as an entity and i'm actually working on it right now too is i did a trailer for last year's which is completely comprised of like little snippets and sound bites from conferences over the years and i'm basically taking that and revising a percentage of that with the new footage that we now have from the 2018 conference to make okay. it a little more dynamic okay. and that can be posted on social media. But the goal of that is purely to promote uh, the 2019 event. Um, and it's definitely pointing specifically to the conference. So um, the general approach, while I understand 
time and resources are always kind of like what what you got to keep in mind in it. But you don't want right. to try and short shortcut it and and put something together. Uh, if you want to tell the story, make it like a, a calculated and a concerted effort to tell that kind of story. Don't say like, well, let's, what do we have and what, what kind of story can we tell out of that? Like if you have a goal and a mission, say, hey, this is what we want. Like how can we be resourceful to get to this end as opposed to saying like, well, let's compromise our message for the sake of using what we have because then you're really not getting what you yeah. want on either front. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah. that was kind of my well, recommendation we- to him. And, and I told him about there's there's tons of like, um, like stock media and, and quite frankly, probably other resources out there that other organizations have acquired and might very well be willing to share if you sought permission from them. And from those things, you could kind of custom uh, custom cater it to uh, what it is that you're trying to create. So I would, I would I told them like what you want to do is first is kind of hone hone the message of what it is you're trying to convey, what it is you're trying to show in this, uh, even if it's a short 30-second video. And I also told him yeah. – the duration of the video has has very little to do, at least in a correlation of how complex it could be. You know, a 30-second video could be 50 different shots yeah. in, in 20 different geographic locations. So it doesn't necessarily make it an easier production to happen um, because you'd have to capture all of those things everywhere. But I also said don't underestimate the power. I mean, every every single person pretty much in this country has a has a HD camera in their in their phone. So if people are doing this or if you guys are coordinating with people, maybe like deanery leads and people that are implementing things just to grab little clips and snippets, like obviously keep in mind permissions and, and people don't want to be on camera, but just be brainstorming about ways that you guys can kind of capture media and, and acquire those things and or uh, use existing media that's out there already. Um, I'm sure like if you guys are trying to get in the in the men's groups and things like that, and you're trying to say, hey, we're trying to do, you know, that man is you curriculum or an Ascension Presents curriculum. I'm sh- th- go to those websites and pull some of their, like, promotional materials and say, hey, we really want to start this curriculum in the parishes. Reach out to your deanery lead uh, whose name is in this list if you want to get involved. And you know, that's not, yeah. like, exactly what you want, but that's, a, that's the base level of saying, hey, here are existing resources. This is what we're trying to say. It's not completely customized to us yet, but we didn't have to put much effort into to getting this and it still conveys the point. So, so that's, um, that's kind of my short answer. What I, what I actually have is yeah, it's purely conference based and would only really be either recaps or plugging of, gotcha. of the conference for gotcha. future events. So, um, but if we had, uh, if we had some uh, photos that had been taken at the men's mass, for example, and photos of, you know, you know, uh, some of the groups that are, you know, that are currently in process or have been for years, we could cobble together a video that would uh, flash through some photos and say, hey, we're all about helping you get a men's group started. We've got the men's mats. we got the conference, you know, uh, you know, go to this website, go to this link, and we can help you get the ball rolling. We could probably cobble. I, I mean, you could even do that with, like, screenshots. I would, I would even encourage, like, saying, again, kind of going back to that, what is the message you're trying to convey first? And then think of the images on top of that. Kind of eliminate the restrictions of thinking about what we have because that locks yeah. you into thinking about it a certain gotcha. way. Um, and then you can scale gotcha. back after that. If you, if you say this is the message we want, but the visuals that we kind of need to go in conjunction with that aren't realistic, let that decision come after the fact because you have the opportunity okay. to brainstorm about what might be out there. So what, what do you think? Got what it. is the goal? Obviously, it's ultimately more men 
getting involved. But what's the, the main end goal? Is it driving people to a site to then register? Is it uh, just saying, hey, here's who we are and this is our mission statement? Uh, is it saying like, here are some of the faces of, of our group and, or here are some of the things that we already do? Um, but and, I think the primary, I think the primary goal is, you know, if you feed off the vision, no man left behind, is to get, is to get small groups going at every every parish in the diocese. I mean, that would be like, you know, um, you know, a big, a big goal that that would be, um, you know, unbelievably accomplished. It. Now, obviously, we would be able to get something going. At, in every parish, but if we got some going in every parish over a thousand families, for example, that would be that would be fantastic. So, you know, the to me the men's mass and the conference is just kind of what I call, you know, thirty thousand foot, you know, air cover marketing message just to build brand awareness, but at the end of the day the primary objective is to get small men's groups going at every single parish. So um, well, what I would you know. what I would recommend doing based on that is saying, okay, well, if your goal is to have uh, male fellowship at everything and not just this one or two events per year, like you're trying to get yeah. it done at the at the you know ground level, for lack of a better word, not the the big correct the big picture, correct. like yep. we'll see you all next year thing. Um, I would say, like, what are some of the things verbally that people would need to hear in your target audience, which I know is all men. Um, but who who's who's lacking, who's less involved, if it's like younger people or if it's, hey, this parish uh, is less or like we really want people to be uh, more part, like see who's lacking and then kind of scale it back and say, okay, this is the end result that we want. We want more people to get involved in these men's groups. What is it that would prompt someone to necessitate wanting that or being seeking it out? Like, uh, you don't want to like make it to be like one of those old cheesy infomercials like say are you tired of forgetting where you put your watch or something like that but like what is it that you'd have to like prompt them with that would kind of catch them to say like oh what is it that missing I'm just missing from my life like or saying like um, do you not like are most of your friends like not Catholic or something like that do you not have uh, enough uh, Catholic male camaraderie in your life or fellowship in your life um, Take a look at some of the programs, like the Central Texas Fellowship of Catholic Men uh, is uh, continuing its growth of, of uh, men's fellowship and faith growth programs in all the parishes in the diocese. Um, talk with your local deanery lead or come to our website to find out where how you can get involved. Then you make, like, yeah. you say, okay, that's, that's kind of like what the key points are. You can either do that with like, you know, voice narration, or you can do that with just text on screen, simple, keep it simple. Yeah, right. And then all you got to do is just find a bunch of faith-based uh, images or like stock media that already exists online. Some of it you might have to pay for and some of it okay. might be out there and grabbable. And then you just kind of piece that together, kind of like a, a montage of things. They're not going to be yeah. um, our men, but they're, they're conveying the point. There'd be, it, there's a difference between being dishonest in, in terms of like falsifying actual events yeah. Versus saying like right. this is what happens. Like this isn't exactly our male group meeting, but you get the gist. There's six guys in this meeting. Yeah. They're not our six guys, but that's kind of what it looks like. So gotcha. that's kind of how I would take the approach. Get get your message okay. conveyed first, and then you can do so much with the style, the pacing. You can do alternate versions if you feel like one's going to be resonate more. Maybe if it's like a more modern, pacey one that might uh, uh, 
you know, fit well with like, you know, millennial audiences or something like that. But I would, I would yeah. come up with that. And, and again, everything, uh, to some degree can be short because that's kind of the attention span of everyone anyway. And yeah. uh, that's what's out there on, on the social media anyway. They can be quick little posts. Yeah. You can make a bunch of them. You can release them as at, uh, you know, select intervals of time. I think that's kind of the big yep. thing is you guys get the social media channels going more and more is you don't have to say, well, we're not very passionate with, with social media or like, Oh, how are we going to create all this content? It's like, just find stuff that's out there already. Hey, saw this inspiring clip today. I wanted to share it. Boom. On Instagram or on Twitter. I don't personally use uh, Instagram or Twitter at that much at all. Like, so I'm not like just yeah, someone that's yeah. preaching, touting these things as someone that is an avid user, but I know how much other people use it and I know how people use it. So just, just do those. Well, those plus, yeah, things and, the other thing we could do is we could put the, uh, you put the snippets on the website and then just, you know, we got a 13 or 1400, uh, name email list that we email blast when we're doing these events, and mm -hmm. uh, you know we could pester those guys with a quarterly message, and then you know ha have a link to the video. Um, you know, I'm also the mindset uh, that you got get creative with um with how you do it, uh, with how you market it. I'm not saying don't use those traditional approaches, but the two most common approaches that I can see that who's the, efficacy in terms of recruiting people, I would say, has diminished just because of how saturated it is, is t setting up a table outside of masses and email lists. Think about how many emails yeah. you get a day. Uh, hey, yep. Catholic Charities, send money. Or hey, uh, change.org wants you to vote on, you know, this policy or Donald Trump said this stupid thing today. Or like all the emails, like you can't, you can't, so you, it really just filters it out and it just becomes kind of like a wash. Yeah, you ultimately could reach 1,300 people, but you didn't reach 1,300 people's undivided attention. Same thing when people sure. are walking on a map. So what are like creative things that if nothing else are interesting and, oh, that's different. Like you've got my attention for now another three to five seconds. Like you've got, my, you, you got me interested in, in doing this. Like how are you getting it so that people aren't tuning out or changing the channel, so to speak? then you kind of move your message into those things. So what kind of, uh, I don't know, what, what, it, you got to get creative. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head uh, like that, but what are some ways that you can engage people kind of where they're at and still be effective in reaching, um, you know, more people? Um, you know, I think you pro the, the success of most of the men's groups, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, has probably come mostly from like face-to-face -face interactions and, um second degree like referrals, like where someone that's either directly involved in it uh, has actively recruited someone or it came up in conversation like one degree of separation removed from that. It's probably not yeah. most people getting an email and saying, yeah, I'll start going to this on Wednesday mornings. So what are the ways that you're, you can most effectively reach people? And I, when it comes to like marketing strategies, I always just try and think uh, just as a general, you know, listener, audience person, like, what are some of the groups that I have been involved in or I'm currently involved in and how did I get involved with them? And then I kind of say, okay, well that method obviously worked on me because I'm doing this now. Um, and then just kind of apply that to whatever method you are, you're trying to figure out for, for getting other people involved. And I think, you know, creativity, creativity to a big degree. Um, yeah. Is there some sort yeah, I mean, of a, uh, to your point, that's a, that's a challenge because, you know, all the other avenues that have, 
uh, been known to be creative in the past are now saturated with everybody and their brother glomming onto the idea. We don't have the bodies to try to, you know, uh, organize and 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 uh, you know mobilize some kind of a face-to-face uh, campaign. So um, that's why I would say you you create the opportunities and do that more. Like I think that trying to create more. I actually had a long conversation with my brother about this. He doesn't live locally, but he's kind of involved in some of those things in the D.C. area. And having more social events also that aren't innately a faith-based event, but it's it's catering to the fellowship of that that also allows for more organic conversations. Um, And it doesn't seem like a sterile environment. Yes, not, not discrediting a men's mass at all. That's great. It's a celebration of the Eucharist. There's 400 people at the men's mass this year. That's great. But guess what? There's like 1,000 people at mass every weekend that I go to. How's that different? Um, I'm not saying that it's, it's not good. Anytime that you celebrate the Eucharist and you're celebrating, you know, Christ present and uh, in, in the offering is great. But it's not like something that's uh, a new and unique experience. Like have some things that can foster some of that organic type of things. Like I think in the past conversation come up about uh, and this serves the dual purpose of like visibility and you know secular evangelization. Like organize like a day, call like the um, the uh, either like the Texas Stars or the Round Rock Express even, and have like a night at the ballpark and try and get 300 dudes out of the ballpark. Say hey, we don't all have to wear the same T-shirt, but everybody wear blue or everybody wear this, and then you got 300 people sitting out in left field all together in a more organic situation, people can grab a hot dog or a beer, watch a baseball game and be together. And all of a sudden everyone else is in the same, sees this section of people. Hey, who's that up there? Maybe you give a shout out on like the jumbotron. Hey, welcome to the central Texas fellowship of Catholic men. That creates an organic yeah. opportunity. And then you people talk and say, Hey, I'm in what parish you go to. Oh, I go to this one down the road. Hey, we go to men's masses things or, Hey, when are you guys doing another event like this? Um, and it's, kind of get more of those things too because it, it works on multiple levels. People like that because it doesn't feel forced or contrived. People like the event itself. People have organic conversations and, and network organically. Uh, and it's something, it's something different. Uh, and that also, when, when things have a face to it, that's when people also feel more inclined to do things. Like there are a billion retreats, both secular and religious, that are going all the time, conferences or overnight retreats or whatever it is. Like, What's the impetus for someone to go to the men's conference? And it's usually by uh, a firsthand invite from someone else, um, not usually from a pulpit announcement. Sometimes it happens, but I think you just got to create more of those organic and sincere feeling personal relationships uh, because you don't want to feel like a number or a, a, you know another ticket sale. You want to feel like, hey, this is something that I could benefit from. Hey, I know this guy. This guy's salt of the earth. He's not like a pretentious holier than thou Catholic. He's a he's a ordinary dude and he's gone to this thing three years running. I I'll maybe I'll go this year. Um so I think just kind of creating some of those things, you know, personalization and getting back to like the human interaction element of it is what's going to get uh more people out that and you can synthesize that a little bit through through uh multimedia because you know images and sounds evoke emotions and uh you know and passion. Um, it's a lot harder to do that through uh, emails and flyers. Um, yeah. You know, flyers more. Yeah, the challenge with those. 
the challenge with those kind of things is one having the bodies to organize it. Two, the how, how do you fund it? Because you know, there's basically at this point uh, no funding. It's funded. Are, it's funded. Well, well but it's you don't have to. You don't have to. Pay, people would still pay for tickets. Like, but I mean, and yeah, especially but, like a but, little yeah. league, and that's not a big ask. And you talk to the. I mean, I've done stuff like that. You talk to the the box office. Uh, and things like that too. They organize and say, "Hey, you want to have an event here? Or you want to try and get 300 people out here? That's great. You know, if you get, if you're able to get uh, 300 people, you know, out here, we can knock like two or three bucks off a ticket, and you're talking about seven or eight bucks a ticket. Everybody can, most people can swing that. Um, yeah, can't look, uh, can't and, is trying to do trying to do that now, but it's like or or, or some have it subsidized part, you know, subsidized uh, different. Uh, Parts of it. Maybe the diocese will throw a little little coin at that, or have see if private donors that are already involved in the Syntex men will do like some sort of a match. Get yeah. hey, if you guys get 150 people on board, we'll we'll front 10% uh, of the bill, and that just shaves another buck or two off of uh, off that. Or maybe you guys even with something like that, you have like a tailgating type of event before the game, which is basically a, a meet and greet in the parking lot, and you're hanging out, and then you go and watch the game. Um, and that's just the game scenario. Just creating more of those organic things that don't require the commitment immediately. I think the hardest thing to do is get people committed to something, but you got to get in first so they can re- get a little bit of the buy-in and the first-hand experience. Your, your, most your situations with people are not going to just be like, oh, hey, I'm just going to sign up for this and show up. Like People always, as, as bad as it sounds, I feel like people always want to have an out, an option of an out. Like if I don't like this. So if, they, if you don't have to commit to something, you know, timeshare pitch or something like that, then you don't, there's no, there's no pressure to sign up. And even though the situation really hasn't changed, it's still the same group of guys, it's still the same group of guys are meeting on Tuesdays or Wednesdays, whatever it is, the, the method by which they come to it uh, is different. It's less forced. It feels like they're choosing something of their own volition. Uh, and in there, I would, I would argue people are more likely to get involved that way. All right. Well, clearly, we're, well, I appreciate 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 the input. Clearly, uh, Robert didn't get your message. So, no, I, I give him a follow up text. But I mean, I, I actually one of the main reasons I didn't go uh, in person is because I got to go pick my daughter up from daycare pretty soon. Um, so yeah, I'll I'll probably just uh, jump off and we'll read the notes uh, yeah. another time. Yeah, I'll send him. I'll send him. I'll send him a text. Tell me, you and I were on for about thirty minutes waiting for them to get back on. We had a marketing meeting, so. Yeah. <laughs> I should be excited about it. Okay. Sounds All right, good. Bye. All right, good talking to you, Tom. Talk to you later. We'll talk soon. All right, bud. Bye. Okay, bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.